Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 33, a merit-based podcast. What's up, Warheads? Welcome to uh, a newly special edition of the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 33, week, head-to-head, week 33, episode whatever, to appease uh, Joe Sposto. Uh, I'm DJ. I'm sitting here with Brett. Brett, how are you? Thank fucking God. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good now. So it's, it's been a bit. Um, I, how many episodes did we do apart? I think we counted... Uh, we haven't seen each other in two like two, two months over two months. So eight plus episodes if we count like the pay per view. Um, but our uh, our county is in the yellow, and uh, we're allowed to get together. So we're being safe. We're being responsible about it. But uh, we're bringing you this uh, this Wednesday action across the table, uh, where I feel we're at our best. Thank fucking god. Uh, it so I, I can't, right. <laughs> I'll probably say those three words a bunch, yeah. but. Seriously. Um, it'll probably be a shorter episode because we had a whole afternoon to catch up. That's funny that you say that because I uh, supposed to just responded to a tweet of yours saying, those mics better be six feet apart. <laughs> they are, Joe. We promise. Yeah. A little real-time uh, action for you there, supposed to. Right? No, it uh, it's sick to be not doing this through Skype and uh, not, you know... Sitting there with my headset plugged into my Xbox controller. Right. This uh, is dope. So I, I don't get the, the, pre, the pre-show the pre ritual of what Brett blew his money on this week. I didn't buy anything again no? this week. No? All right. Uh, well, we bought stuff together. Yeah, just came but I didn't, but, yeah. I didn't buy anything yeah. this week. Just I've been a good Hasbro's boy for, the last yeah. two weeks. All right, good. Minus those Hasbros. All right. Well, they're going to go through the roof tomorrow night. Of course they are. Get your Hasbros now, everybody. Um, woo, woo, woo. So... Let's get into it. Uh, Saturday was the big pay-per-view. Sure was. Uh, we uh, Not a ton of news No. to talk about this time. I think we're just going to get rid of, in, right into uh, the longest dark in history. World's Longest Dark oh, Part God. 3. Uh, AEW Dark 35. Let's just get right into it. Lots to talk about. Let's, let's this was, do it. Was this a 10-match dark, right? Yeah, I think so. The first dart to ever officially make it to a second page of my notes. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. So we kick off the show. Uh, Taz with a voiceover wants to inform us. He will not get into the specifics of Uh his relationship with Brian Cage. Thank you, Taz. Yeah, thanks, Taz. We needed that. Yeah. So we kick things off with John Silver and Alex Reynolds. For whatever reason, I thought you were going to say John Cena. I was like, what? Why is that a John Cena under the hood, brother. Yeah, no. Uh, going up against the Natural Nightmares. Yeah. Those those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy to see the Beaver Boys back. Of, well, of course. The Beaver Boys all the way. They didn't call them that on commentary. I'm very upset about uh, that. But every time John Silver's on my TV, I give a shout-out to John Silver. Uh, that dude left a lasting impression on us. Yeah. And I, I'm always happy to see him. And, uh, I mean, he looked great in this match. What was it? Back at the uh, Powerbomb.tv <laughs> event. Powerbomb.tv event. Yes. yes. Him, uh, the two wrestlers, a sidebar because that's what we do now. Um, the two, I think, the two wrestlers that whole night were that we really was John Silver and Jordan Grace, right? That that was the impression left on both of us. Puma King was on that Puma show. Puma King, um, 
Orange yeah. Cassidy versus Ultramages Black in yeah. a death match. Right. Uh, Waltman, Sean Waltman was there. Carrying around his puppy. Carrying around his dog, yep. I wonder if you could find that on iwtv.live. I don't know, but I'd go back and watch that. I would too. Would you use the promo code MORTIS to get five days free? I mean, I already did, so I can't a second oh. time. Well, if you want to watch that uh, show, yeah. promo code MORTIS gets you five days free. iwtv.live at Indie Wrestling on Twitter. Let's get the plugs out of the way. Uh, I believe today on their May Madness, they were showing the uh, Queen of the Deathmatch tournament, <laughs> oh, which uh, you all should just go watch. Watch Mickey Knuckles get hit in the face with barbed wire baseball bat. Oh, Mickey Knuckles. So. Yeah, a big departure from the Chikara show that uh, yes. Ad Hodds reviewed a few yes. weeks ago. What was You know what I just got reminded again, another complete sidebar. I'm about uh, she was Moose Knuckles in TNA. <laughs> Is that real? It's real. No. Yeah, it's 100% real. Yeah. Moose, they really called her Moose Knuckles? Uh-huh. The only things I remember truly about Mickey Knuckles are the Jakar show, her getting kicked in the face. Yeah. The Queen of the Deathmatch tournament and her snapping mm-hmm. her leg in half. Yeah. Yep, right there on her, on her Wikipedia. Moose Knuckles was her gimmick in, in TNA. Oh my god, that uh-huh. is fucking nuts. Yeah, um, it really, really is. Moose knuckle. Yep. Alright, so this match, uh, it goes like five and a half minutes. Natural Nightmares win. Um, yeah. uh, the, I guess the big takeaway was Allie showed up in the she's crowd. Not, yeah, she's not the bunny anymore. She's just wearing a red dress, eating yeah. an apple, and uh, trying to seduce QT Marshall. And who isn't at this point? Who isn't trying to seduce QT Marshall? That's You're right, right because... DDP already seduced Listen, him. here's the thing. If you're going to steal all of DDP's gimmick, you might as well get yourself the equivalent of a Nitro Girl, too, right? I was say, is she the Diamond Doll? Ooh. She might be. It's a QT doll. Ew. Ew. Trademark. i got to make another graphic. Hold on. I did like how they uh, did call it the Diamond Cutter on finish, though. Ooh, well, that's because that's the proper name. Yeah, not the QT Cutter. Yeah. Your favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, the match was, you know... Yeah, John, uh, listen, Silver John Silver looked like great. he was shot out of a cannon. Yeah, uh, I'll always enjoy watching Dustin. John Silver is great. Really put on a show. I wish they were doing more with them. I agree. Um, because they're really good. You know, they just you know they're small. Silver's a short guy, but he's yoked. He is. So he's, he is the raw dog. But listen, I'll always always be there for the raw dog. One hundred percent. Next match we have the clash of the fucking <sighs> titans here. <sighs> Brandon Cutler versus Michael Nakazawa. Yeah. So the big thing was, um, they they kept talking about it during commentary, was Cutler and, uh, why can't I think Peter of Peter Avalon. That's the guy. The librarian. Him. Yeah. They were talking about, on Twitter, how they've been going back and forth, because neither of them have won a match. Yes. So Cutler uh, kind of was, like, healing it up a little bit in this match. After he rolled a super cool fucking die, bro. Yeah, it was huge. Um, he rolled a two. Good for him. Yep. Um, there was mentions of Turkish oil. Yep. And Bryce throwing Turkish oil and Taz saying Bryce is, was never taught properly how to throw a football. Yeah. I've never seen you throw a football there, Tazzy. Well. So let's not talk yeah. shit, buddy. But uh, Nakazawa gets the win over uh, Cutler via countout. By questionable countout. Very questionable yeah. countout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nakazawa blew the ass out of his tights. He did blow the ass uh, out of listen, his tights. Listen, I, I mean, this, the, 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 these two suck. <laughs> I don't say it. It was terrible. Well, dude, the one part where 
Cutler did that springboard elbow drop onto mm-hmm. Nakazawa. He landed like yeah, ass on yeah, his hip, back, hip first on him. Yeah, I went Jesus, dude. Uh, and like I don't even, I didn't even hate Cutler. I was like, all right, he's whatever. He's there. He's whatever. But this, this was bad. It was, it was yeah, terrible. He's like a whatever guy. To yeah, me. I, I don't. Nakazawa, I have no feelings for whatsoever. But at least with Cutler, I can be like, hey, Dragon Man is back. That's your boy. It's my boy, Dragon Man. The Dragon Man. The Dragon Man. If they only got him and Sonny Kiss back together for <laughs> Kiss of the Dragon Man. Hey, Sonny Kiss is involved in a very good tag team now. That is true. Uh, after the match, Peter Avalon comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just laughs at Cutler, calls him the worst wrestler in AEW. Yeah. Cutler says, no, you may be the librarian, but I could read you like a book. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, God. I like how you wrote down the transcript of this terrible exchange. Yeah. Wrote it down. Mm-hmm. Um, that leads to Peter Avalon having a match with yes, Jungle Boy. Yeah. Do I really need to uh, tell you who won, or can you can you guess? Yeah. So, so listen, here's I have an issue, though, which you can all probably guess because it's the same issue I always have. Uh, all this match accomplished was making Jungle Boy look bad. Yeah. Because Jungle Boy was in the ring, who they, they've been pushing Jungle Boy, more on that later, and he's in the ring with Peter Avalon, winless. The whole gimmick is we're both winless. And he gets in the ring with Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy has a hard time with him. It makes Jungle Boy look like shit. Very simple solution that makes the person wrestling Peter Avalon not look like a bag of shit. And helps advance this we're both winless gimmick is make it Marco. Yeah. Put Marco over on him. And I know I'm like a broken record because all I ever say is put Marco in. But Marco's good. Yeah. I like what Marco does. So, But if you did this with Marco, Peter Avalon can be a little dominant, make it look like he's winning. Marco gets the win. Avalon is still winless. Marco looks good. And this gimmick of who's going to get the first win is, is moved on, is moved further. Which, for whatever it is, it's a dark gimmick, whatever it needs to be. But, like, instead you, you use Jungle Boy. It looked like he had a hard time with Peter Avalon. And then they did that again on the main show. It's somebody else, which I'm also going to talk about later. But I can't wait for you to talk about the main show. Okay. Um, Jungle Boy wins. It went like seven and a half minutes. Yeah. That's all. It took, it took Jungle Boy seven minutes to take out Peter Avalon. It makes Jungle Boy look bad. I know that one point in the match, Marco laid a smooch on uh, Leva Bates. Yep. So, who knows what's going to happen there? Who knows? Uh, next match, though, we do have Christopher Oh, Marco, Marco was, again, uh, dressed like Ugg from Sweet Shorts. <laughs> he certainly was. We have Christopher Daniels going up against Serpentico. CD. Uh, goes, like, four minutes. Uh-huh. Christopher Daniels wins. What's the best part of this match? Best moves all ever? Nope. What? Taz blaming Junakiyama for stealing his oh. gimmick. Dude, what the fuck was that about? Hey, but he admitted that Taz admitted that he stole the suplexes from Hiroshi Hase. Yeah, I know that was. So it's yeah, all, that was it great. all makes it okay. Like Taz, what yeah. are we doing here, brother? Yep. I forgot to mention, like on last week's dark, somebody that was trading strikes and uh, uh, Excalibur's like, oh, you know that he stood toe to toe with Minoru Suzuki was Chucky e. T. Yeah. And Taz goes, well, who made him the toughest guy ever? And Taz goes, sorry, I have black towel heat with him. <laughs> Like, God damn you. Yeah. Um, CD, Christopher Daniels. Of course. The win. Yeah. Uh, next match we have uh, the weekly, I don't know who's who, John Schuyler and Brady Pierce yep. going up against Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela, the pride of New Jersey. 
Okay. I, that's where I'm at with those two. All right. Um, Sonny and Janela win. Yeah. You know. It's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I, there's just nothing to say. No. Nope. <laughs> they, they're dark matches. Uh, and they just, sometimes they just are what they are. You know, I, I can continue complaining that there's no surprises on these shows. That they're, that which makes them a little harder for me to watch because, I, you know, like, I, I get it. Like, I, I don't mind watching wrestling just for the sake of wrestling. Um, but these matches aren't, you're not put, it's not Kenny Omega wrestling Okada just for who cares who wins. We're just going to see this match. You're not getting that quality. So without any surprises, it's like, hey, what's, why am I watching this for an hour and a half? Because you, because you're you're an AEW diehard. Because man. I hashtag you're part I, of the elite fleet. Because a hash is that a thing? Uh huh. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> hashtag I'm with AEW. So yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, next match we have Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc uh-huh. going against my favorite tag team of 2020, <laughs> Tony Donati, Spumoni, Baloney, and Fabu. The Butterfly Monarch Man Andre. I don't okay. know if it's his real name, but he likes butterflies. Sure, well, good for him. And he's the guy that, he was on Dark the One Week, and he had his entrance in the music, and Cody goes, just go to the back. It can't get any better than this. <laughs> right. Um, you know, Sabian and Havoc win. Yeah, of course. Um, I do like that they're that they have a finish now. Yeah. That low drop quick Michinoku driver combo, like sure. I'm, I'm, hey, you're yeah. you're a tag team. Have yeah. a finish. Give them a, give them a time. T- give them a tag team name. Uh, maybe some matching gear. Yeah, they should start wearing matching yeah, gear for sure. Um, but Fabu Andre. Yeah, that the gap in his teeth. Mm-hmm. In all of them. <laughs> yes, amazing. Yeah. Um, Tony Donati throwing fucking suplexes like you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Sign Tony Donati. All right. No, I don't care if you do, but okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all. That's the match. Yeah, yeah again. Yeah, yep. again. Um, More on Sabian and Havoc later. Oh, I can't wait. Um, next match we have Wardlow versus Grimm or Mister Grimm, depending on what part of the match they want to talk about him. Well, when I saw Grimm come up on the yeah. The, I was going to call it the Titan Tron, but I don't know. Uh-huh. The Contron. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Simon Grimm? He's fucking here. Uh, <laughs> when I see Grimm, my brain goes to Lucifer Grimm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how fucked up we are. Yep. Um, look, look him up, everybody. Wardlow wins. Of course. By ref stoppage, for some reason, that's a thing now. A big man beat another big man with a knee. Yeah. That's it. Knee to the, the chest, kind of. The, the knee looked a lot cooler on a smaller opponent. It did, I'll yeah. But it's still cool he got him up. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, they hit him with the F10 after the match. Yep. The next match we have Boom Boom, mm-hmm. Colt Cabana, going up against uh, the man that you championed for, Stagger, Stagger Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson. Uh, he might be the best sell in that company. <laughs> he might be. You're right about that. Um, Colt wins, yeah. of course. Taz um, was like weirdly heel shticking it on yes. commentary, which, yeah. uh, I don't know. I Taz isn't a good heel commenter, I think. Well, like, uh, listen, I get it, like, getting Taz on TV. I, I would assume since he's with Brian Cage, Brian Cage isn't a very good talker. I'd assume. Um, but, you know, Taz, known for his talking ability, too. Uh, let's save it. Let's, 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 okay. let's parking lot that, because we'll talk about that okay. during the show. All right. Um, but, yeah. Colt wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have to and tell I'll, you who wins. You just If you recognize the name, they won. They won. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next match, Kai Lin King. Yep. 
I think it's her debut. Yeah, I guess Going so. up against Penelope Ford. Yes. Uh, Penelope wins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. these dark, yeah. it's just what it is. It's n- it. not worth yep. talking about in depth. It's not terrible. Unless there's it's something not like, good. yeah. It's nothing stood out. It's just a dark match. Yeah. Uh, next match we have the best friends mm-hmm. going up against Alan Angels. Angle. I'm never going to get it fucking right. It's Angels. Okay. And uh, Captain Sean Dean. The captain. Yes, sir. Wanted to say major. Again. Yep. I'm sure you did. Uh, best friends win. Yeah. Five and a half. Mm-hmm. They're great. Yeah. Orange Cassidy's still the best thing that ever happened. This was a good match. It wasn't a bad match at all. No. It I, was, I like, it was I like the most Captain and Angels. match yeah. on, the, on the, uh, yeah. the show. I, I happen to so. like Angels and Captain a good amount. Yeah? You're a big fan? I mean, I'm not going to go buy their t-shirt or anything, but I, I think they, they'd yeah. be... Do they have a t-shirt? No, I don't know. <laughs> fucked up if they did. Um, but they could, you know, they can develop some of these guys, like with, just like with Stagger Lee Johnson. They could really try and make something out of these guys for saving their asses during quarantine. They certainly can. So let's talk about dynamite. Nope, hold on. Back it up. What? Do you think that these longer darks are a uh, toe in the water for their second TNT show? Yeah, because they're an hour and a half yeah, with commercials. That's are. two hours of TV. They absolutely. Are. I think that's what you think. They're just going to port dark right over. Yeah, and they. You think people are going to tune in? On on a on a cable network to watch dark matches, or do you think they're going to change it to have other good matches? Uh, I feel like maybe when they go over, mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be as many matches. I think it's going to be that weird like Sunday Night Heat where okay. it's a lot of recap, couple mm-hmm. matches. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get an hour and a half worth of matches on sure. TV. Yeah, you're not going to get ten matches. I mean, that, that's no. next to impossible. Um, yeah, uh, I think that could be a good place for them to develop some of these guys. Give me an actual Lee Johnson match where the agent isn't just like you're getting squash kid. Just go out there and do your job. Yeah. Um, you can develop some of these guys on that show against some of your mid-card talent. They don't even have to win. Just give them matches. You know, don't put Wardlow on there because Wardlow is, has to squash everybody. But you can, does, yeah. you know, you could really develop these people who haven't had a spot because you're only doing, I mean, this week, five matches a night on your two-hour television show. Um, so, like, guys like Sonny Kiss, like, these mid-cards aren't getting developed anywhere. And there's some talent there. There's not the names. So you can use this second show to really do that. You just have to decide that you want these people to have competitive matches. Because watching squashes is getting real boring. Oh, it has been. Yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. tough. Yep. I like squash matches, but, like, I like one or two mixed in on, Monday, in. on, on Monday Night mm-hmm. Raw. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a, an hour and a half of them. Um, unless it's, like, Vader or Sid. Well. Just fucking that's killing different. people. But uh, Dynamite time. Dynamite. Season 2, episode 22. Yes. So, we start off backstage. The Inner Circle, they have boxes of t-shirts mm-hmm. that... Said Stadium Stampede Champions, obviously. Buy them now half off at ProWrestlingTees.com. Part of me hates that you gave them a plug. The other part of me was I was going to bring them. They were half off. And uh, yeah. Listen, uh, the only one that made me chuckle during this whole thing was Ortiz. Yeah. Because uh, he, he got it, he got, literally got his bell rung and couldn't hear. And he just yelled, wow, that's a lot of t-shirts. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they open up the uh, back of the box truck. Yeah. And there's a ton of fucking t-shirts yep. there. Um, I like, and I like that Jericho was just like disgusted with all of them for being goofs. He certainly was. Yeah. Uh, 
We go to um, Matt Hardy was in the back with the Young Bucks and Kenny and uh, Hangman. Hangman says he has to go drink at the uh-huh. hotel. Kenny was like weirdly, oh, I forgot something at the hotel. So, I don't know. Um, Matt Hardy kept transforming into his characters. Mm-hmm. And he finally comes out as like, uh, I don't know the name of his old character. I have no idea, but I guess it's like from the old like o- like Omega wrestling days. Oh, is that what it was supposed to be? I think so. Um, so we have the first match of the Young Bucks and Matt Hardy going up against Private Party and Joey Janela. Yeah. Um, well, Matt Hardy said, let's go out and be spot monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, you know, again, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, uh, neither of us are, are fans of the Young Bucks. Uh, we've talked about how Private Party isn't very good. That being said, I didn't hate this match. I didn't either. Um, there was some stuff that missed, some big whiffs in this one. Uh, but I thought Hardy looked really good. It was the best he looked. When he took his shirt off, like, yeah. at the beginning of the match, I went, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, he was moving he like, uh, you know, like... I, he looked I, uh, like old Matt yeah, Hardy. Yeah, I kind of like the the gimmick swapping thing. It's just different. It's, you know... It's goofy. It's goofy. It, it kind of works. Because, like, you're not going to take that guy as a serious pro wrestler right now. No. Um, so I, I mean, I, I do kind of like that. Uh, what I don't like is the botched finish in this match. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, where they wanted to do the pile on, but Matt Hardy was like too into it and forgot, and so the ref <laughs> like got down, and then they like yelled at him to come over and didn't count the three till everybody was on there. But whatever, it, for what it was, I, I honestly I didn't hate it, and that's probably the best thing I can say about it. No, uh, it had some fun stuff in it. Yeah, Hardy and the Bucks, they got the win. Yeah. Um, at one point in the match. One of the Bucks ends up super kicking uh, the Blade. Yeah. Ringside, which then uh, that made the Butcher mm-hmm. and the Blade pull them over into the stands and they start fighting with them. Yeah. Uh, after the match, the, Mark Quinn was selling that he was hold, or hurt. Hurt. Yeah. You know, I can't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he did a good job. I thought he was actually hurt because he did land odd and nobody's been catching anybody see, in this company. I, I thought he got hurt in the beginning of the match when yeah. one of the Bucks dropped a leg on his lower back and he yeah. immediately rolled towards the corner. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, that didn't look good. Yeah. Um, but it was all to get Matt Hardy away from the ring. Yes, because the Bucks were left in the ring. Not that Private Party was in on it. It was just worked into the gimmick that Matt Hardy was going to help him out because he saw an injured guy. Yeah, so Bucks were left in the ring, and Butcher and the Blade hit them from out of nowhere. Yeah. And I saw your tweet about it. Andy Williams looked like a fucking maniac. He looks insane. I love it. <laughs> he looked like an actual yeah. maniac. Yeah, he looks crazy. I love that they're wearing all white. They're they're <laughs> starting to dress like the last couple weeks like clock, a clockwork orange. Yeah, but, but his hair is really Yeah, and the mustache and beard's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a goddamn he looks serial killer. insane. Yeah. Um, so they're beating down the uh, the Bucks, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden you hear like another car revving up, which immediately thought, "Oh boy, mm-hmm. who's gonna give the gentlest kiss to the fucking rail yeah. this week?" Right. Well, nobody gives a kiss to the rail; they just pull up casually. It's um, "Kiss to the Rail" is my favorite Seal song, by the way, from the Batman soundtrack. My power, my pleasure, my pain. Uh, it Baby. is. Uh, it is. What are they going by? I don't know what they're going FTR. by. FTR. Yeah, they are going by FTR. It's FTR. It's uh, fuck the revolt, fear the revolution. Oh, I saw also fuck the rest. Oh, fuck the rest. That's yeah. Or forget the rev- whatever it is. Yeah, the 
Yeah. I don't fuck Mary kill the revolt. I don't know. <laughs> uh, listen. So they get in the ring, they punk out Butcher and the Blade. Well, they look like they're about to beat up the Young Bucks. because that's what everybody wants. Of course. Because they've been jaw-jacking. So then they beat up Butcher and Blade. Yeah. Um, They hit the one... Easily. Makes the Butcher and Blade look like shit. You know what I thought about this last time? I was like, hey, remember all those months ago when we said Butcher and Blade were dead in the water because of them being buried? Yep. Yep. Still dead in the water. Still dead in the water. Poor guys. Yeah. Um, They hit one with the spike pile driver. Another Mm -hmm. gets their finisher. Yeah. They stare off with the Bucks, and then they just leave. Yeah. Um, I don't... It's so fucked up, because, like, I like the Revival. I did, too, for a period I of time. I liked their matches that they had. They had a lot mm-hmm. of good fucking matches. Yeah. I thought they didn't get their fair shake on yeah. the main roster. Um, Ever since they left... They've been so goddamn whiny about it. Yeah. Um, I listened to the podcast they did with Jericho. Yeah. And it was one of those where, like, you came out of it and you're like, oh, I don't really know if I, like, like these dudes. I didn't listen to it. It's currently still sitting in my iTunes. Yeah. Um, because I just never got around to it. But, yeah, like, I, I like the revival. The wrestle matches I, that I like to watch, um, you know, just fundamentally sound wrestling. Um, like, I don't know if I'm going to like them versus the, the Young Bucks. No. And, like, they're... Their whininess, their passive aggressiveness on social media has—I've really just kind of been like, why, I, I'm supposed to believe these guys are tough dudes. Like these guys are like tough old school wrestlers when they're like whining on their keyboards. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm still gonna watch their matches. You know, they, I'm sure they can have good matches. I don't know how good of a matchup they are against the Bucks. Yeah, like I, I, I would much rather see them like just punch like Andy Williams punch both of them in the face and vice versa yeah. over and over again. Um. Or I'd even yeah. rather see them versus like Hangman and Page. Yeah. Or or Hangman and Page. Hangman and Omega. Yes. Or best friends. Like, I don't really yeah. give a sh I I've never been like, man, I need revival young bucks. Yeah. I don't care. And like I, I you know, the the I hate their new names. Oh, they're bad. Uh it literally it sounds it's da- Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a, a carpenter and a NASCAR driver. Like from like the mid '90s WWF, it just it they're bad. Um, I hate all the shit they went through calling themselves a revolt, even though they knew a tag team that was called that that, that they came up in the business oh with. That's real shitty too. And they're like, oh, we were never going to use it. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Even though now you're saying you're, it's part of what FTR could stand for. Um, so yeah, I just I don't know. I'm just not that interested. Hopefully their matches uh, do it for me. Yeah, uh, I hope but so. But to me, and I know a lot of people are excited. If you're excited about them, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. You, you go right, you go ahead, go for it, go crazy. Um, maybe if there was a crowd there, I'd be more excited for this debut. But I, it, it just didn't. It doesn't do anything for me. Um, it's just going to, to me, it's just another tag team they're going to push to the forefront of the division without seeing the guys I want to see, which really right now isn't that many people in the tag team division yeah, anyway. Not. Um, because they, like I said, they've killed Butcher and Blade. Yeah. And. Best friends we'll talk about in a little bit. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so after this, uh, Moxie makes his way to the commentary table. Asks JR if he could have a mule. Um, Says that he's real beat up, but... I'm working, pal. He's here to see Brian Cage Mm -hmm. versus Stagger Lee Johnson. See, Lee Johnson showing up again. Two Uh, matches a week this guy's had for the past two and a half months. Yeah, Lee Johnson dies in like a minute. Yeah, of course he does. (laughs) Um, He... 
He certainly does. I mean, it, it does your job of Cage looking like a fucking yeah. monster. So the problem, again, not a problem, but what they're doing is they have like six or seven monsters now, and the company is going through this. It's not that old of a company, so they're trying to build all these monsters. So they're just throwing random squash matches at everybody possible. Yeah. Um, afterwards, Taz grabs the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, he cuts a promo. Now, like, in the beginning of this, I was like, yo, I'm like, this is fucking Taz. Like, mm-hmm. this is real good. Because, like, you know, he's giving Moxley his props and he paid his dues. He's mm-hmm. like, but you don't know, like, what you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it just kind of stumbled to a halt where he's like, he's going to put his hand in your chest and mm-hmm. rip out your heart right out of your chest. And yeah. He was, like, bumbling over words and stuff. I'm like, God damn it. Kick your um, ass right out of your ass. <laughs> kick your leg from under your or leg. Or kick your leg from under your leg. Um, and then, you know, beat him if he, if you can. Survive if he lets you. How's that make you feel? A bummer. <laughs> Just bum me out. It bummed me out hard. I don't, again, I don't have anything against Brian Cage. I don't know anything about him. We talked about it when we covered the pay-per-view. I literally have never seen him wrestle before Saturday. I knew who he was, but I'd never seen him wrestle. Um, so I don't have any hatred in my heart for him. I don't know anything about the guy. Uh... But yeah, I mean that's it's one of those things. Yeah. To say it would be as like almost as bad as I don't know, let's say uh they let some mid card asshole start using the diamond cutter. <laughs> what a crazy world we live in. So I was gonna say like Steve Austin managing somebody and being like, and that's the bottom line yeah. because well, yeah. Fandango said so or something. <laughs> oh wait. Oh my god, let's <laughs> let's send that shit. <laughs> That's, I want that now, right now. <laughs> um, yeah, like, fuck. I love- Fandango's got to pay those gimmicks they call bills, you know? They're still, oh, that's right. Still, does he still do a podcast, Stone Cold? I don't know. I, All right. I honestly have no No, goddamn, pal. Um, yeah. I will said Taz didn't call Moxley a piece of shit and then start <laughs> shooting on Sabu and Jerry, sure. Jerry Lola <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. Um, we go to commercial, come back. And Shivani's on the stage, and uh, he has a large notepad that says the rules of being a role model. Out comes Britt Baker being rolled out. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony introduces the rules. Britt's like, give me the fucking microphone. Get yeah. out of the way, Shivani. Um, rule number three, don't hurt the role model. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the other rules were. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't even talk about this amongst ourselves. She's only out six weeks. That seems crazy to me. They said that she avoided major injury. Like, she has a few, but... She's but fucking lucky. She's very lucky, because for sure, I thought that was nine months. Uh, so, good for her, you know, and that gives them the time to roll these things out and do this with her. Uh, I didn't love this. See, I liked it. Yeah? I liked it. It was very, like, you could tell Chris Jericho was like, hey, watch this tape of me be doing the conspiracy theory in yeah. WCW 97. Use this. Yeah. My issue is an old issue with her where she's been hurt in so many matches. And she ran that down. And I'm like, you're the common denominator here, though. Uh, And right from the beginning, she was like, you're a bad wrestler because you hurt me. And it's like, no, pretend like you're in a fight. Injuries happen. I get it. But you got hurt because you were in a fight. We're supposed to believe you're in a fight. And this is just another one of those promos where uh, she's like, you you guys hurt me because you're bad wrestlers. And I don't like that. Uh, but they're turning it. I can get used to it. I just have to accept that this is what wrestling is now. Uh, and that, uh, that stinks. Like they could have done a, you know, 
you you know you hurt me because that's what you're supposed to do to your opponent and I'm gonna get you back instead they're doing like that you hurt me because you're bad at your job but for whatever it was uh, I did chuckle uh, against my good better nature at the role model on the back of the wheelchair uh, <laughs> R O L L um, so. I did laugh when they flipped to the page and uh, there was Statlander. She goes, you're not an alien. That's a crock of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I'd say, you know, I, I think I've said it before. Um, if she gets much better on her promos, I can forgive how, I mean, just for not good she is in the ring. She can get better in the ring, too. But if she gets really good on her promos, I can forgive the rest of that if she's just a shitty, cowardly heel. Um, and now's the best time to do that. Ain't doing nothing else. Yeah, exactly. So and like, even, get your talking up, and you'll really do something. Even the part like going so far out of the way to be like, oh, Aubrey Edwards. Like every time I'm, mm-hmm. I get hurt, you're around. Like when I broke my nose, you were there. When Nyla did this, you were there. She's like, when I got a concussion, you were somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like just like that weird like delusional mm-hmm. heel, you know? Yeah. I yeah I don't know. I actually I did I did like this. I actually. Uh, speaking of watching tapes, we have to bring this up. I think it was like, they said it was however many years to the day that Hall and Nash debuted on Nitro. Yeah. It that, was 90, that, was it 96 or 97. I don't know. That it was, it was this week. So yeah. that was when the FTR debuted and they both wore denim. They they put on Twitter that that was also a little shout oh, out sure, to the outsiders I'm, that I'm they both not. wore denim because it was a denim debut. I'm yeah. sure nobody on Twitter said it and then they took it and yeah. ran with it. Yeah, but but anyway, yeah. back to the back to the current part of the show. You know who I am, but you don't know. Damn, I just want to go watch NWO <laughs> shit now. Um, all right, so uh, one of the interviewers goes to interview the inner circle. Mm-hmm. Jericho says to him, "Shut your ass, you fathead." <laughs> um, just what a weirdo. Yep. Um, the best part was though he's going off, and then one Mister Orange Cassidy saunters through the background and just stops Jericho dead in his tracks. Yep. Uh, and I lost my goddamn mind. I'm, yeah, the possibilities. The possibilities. If, if outside of wrestling TV, Jericho has long said on his podcast and other interviews that he really likes Orange Cassidy. He thinks he's a really good wrestler. He has to be to be able to get that stuff over. Uh, so I was like, oh my god. They're doing Jericho Orange Cassidy already. Uh, He's getting his matches out of the way. I fucking need it. Uh, uh, but this uh, leads to our next match of Christy Janes mm-hmm. going up against Karushita. Yep. I'm not even looking at you. I already know you're going to be pissed about this. Mm-hmm. Goes five and a half minutes. Yeah, it does. Shida got the win. Yes, she did. Floor is yours. <laughs> Uh, listen, AEW, how are you? Are you listening? You here? Nice to see you. Thanks for listening. How about you try and build a fucking strong women's champion? Just one. Just try it. Because when you had Riho, your counter-programming to her as champion was all the heels saying that she's a shitty wrestler, but it was Brandy's thing. She's a bad wrestler. She's not even here. Uh, and then, unfortunately, when Nyla, you finally corrected course and put the title on Nyla, the pandemic hit, which is out of your control. But then as soon as you're back, you drop, you, you have her drop it, which, again, happy that, that she just champ. Uh, she is my favorite women's wrestler on the roster, but I still think Nyla should have had more of a run with that. Like, she could have lost and came back around at some point. But now, you give Sheeta the belt, people are happy, she's a fan favorite. 
and you have her go five and a half minutes against somebody we've never seen before, or only ever lost on a dark? Yeah, she was only on a dark. And, like, Sheeta, again, is struggling. Like, don't make it a squash, but, like, you have five and a half minutes against a nobody with your champ. That's nonsense. It's a non-title match. Like, put her, put her, put her in a non-title match against somebody else who can give her a good fight and have it be that struggle. Don't put her in there against a nobody. It makes your champ look like fucking garbage. And that division is weak because of it. Somebody called Kenny out on Twitter about it. I saw that, yeah. I was like, yo, your division is weak. And he was like, oh, I don't really think so. It's like, that. you don't have to think so. It is. It's a weak women's division. You have some talent there. You know you've had some bad luck. Britt Baker, boner knees, bad luck. Because she really was coming into herself in some ways on that show. Rio, I was never a fan of. Nyla's really good. Statlander's really, really good. They could do, you know, Penelope Ford can be good. She's not the best, but she, you could build a strong division She's out of these people. There. And you just don't. You get you get a brand new champion the the day after, like the show after a pay-per-view, and you give her this fucking nothing match against a nobody and make it a struggle. It makes no sense. You did the same thing to Jungle Boy. It makes no sense. You're willing to make, to, you're willing every week to put Wardlow up against anybody to make him look like a fucking monster. Brian Cage is going to get fed people left and right. She doesn't even need a squash match. She just needs a dominant match. Yeah. She needs the, the. It's not that these people can't get offense. It's that the the champion should get all of her shit in, have time to shine, and should be a dominant match from your champ to build that person up for the next challenger. Instead, what does this do? It does fucking nothing. It makes her look weak, and that division is weak because of it, and it sucks, and it pisses me off. Because frankly, it, you go back to the beginning of this show. Like, the both of us have been enjoying a lot of the women's wrestling a lot more than the men's. Oh, for sure. And we we praised NXT's women division up and down, which maybe they're not so there anymore. <laughs> but, like, man, it's just give me good, solid women's wrestling. Sheeta's good. Stanlander's good. Nyla's good. Build them up. Do something with them. Other than this nonsense. I, 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 I don't know. And, again, I get it. You're still in hard times. You're not going to have Emi Sakura and all those other really talented people around. But do something. Make somebody look good. It's okay to make your women's champion, any of your champions, it's okay to make them look strong. No, but they're not going to be. They're not going to be putting Cody Rhodes TNT title shots at these little, you know, five and a half matches where he's struggling. He's not, they're not going to put Lee Johnson in the ring and have Cody struggle with him. Yeah, it's, it's just not, not going to happen. happen. So I just, I just wish they built would build a stronger division. I feel like we're hitting the stretch of dynamite where this is going to be like. The, the DJ rant. Yeah, I mean, every match I'm just going to bitch and moan about. I'm sorry. I, I'm, no, I'm about it. I, I know, but people have to listen to this shit, but let's go. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree mm-hmm. with you. Like, I wish it would just be like a quick hit a couple moves, yep. maybe, you know, sell a little bit, but boom. Like, she was selling she, a lot. She can get surprised by this person and, and yeah. sell a little bit, but she was selling too much. Yeah. Um, Not everybody has to get, get everything every week. But let's move on, because believe me, there's plenty of more to talk about. <laughs> Uh, your TNT champions here, buddy. Yeah, he is. Um, did they fix that belt yet? Nope. Did not. Uh, Sorry, hold on. Air quotes. Fix that belt yet? <laughs> so, uh, Cody cuts a promo. Uh, I don't know. Uh, on Twitter, I don't know who said it, but I saw it and uh, stole it for our account. I apologize. Uh, but somebody said TNT champions <laughs> stands for uh, like terrible neck tattoo champion. Oh, Jesus So, Christ. he wins that forever. Um... He yeah, laid out. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he asks, uh, "Why is Tom Brady his favorite quarterback?" You know, who cares? Uh, because you're a douchebag. It's not because he's well liked in Boston. 
He's surely not welcome back in Connecticut. Like, LOL, fuck you, Vince. Uh-huh. Uh, Brady wasn't the per- first pick. In his head, uh, he also wasn't AEW's first pick. Yeah. He wasn't the first, the second, the third, but the fourth. And uh-huh. threw up the four fingers. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, he says, if we think this is nepotism or favoritism, think again. Bullshit. It's the story of a 21-year-old I mean, it's kid. not it's not nepotism because his parents aren't involved. There's no family involved <laughs> at the higher-up of the company. He just happens to run the fucking company. Yeah. Uh, he said he paid his dues, he took his bumps, and he grew up in front of everybody. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's not the Simba. Dustin got all the dusty. He's not the Samba Simba. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh... He got something better though. He got his. No, he, didn't. he got his mom at home was a broken ankle. Was probably standing uh-huh. up. Well, I don't fucking know. You could have all the talent in the world, but he's gonna outwork you. Mm-hmm. Just remember that, motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can I have the floor? Yeah, you took it. Okay. <laughs> because I know I know you've been jonesing for it. So listen, uh, you don't get. Much closer to my favorite pro wrestler of all time than Dusty Rhodes. Don't. He's not my favorite pro wrestler of all time, but pretty damn close. I love Dusty with all my heart. I love Dustin with all my heart. I don't love Cody with all my heart. No, you don't. I don't hate Cody. Uh, but this whole promo, and people are like, oh, it's such a good promo. And I haven't really been impressed by any of his promos. I agree that some of them were good. Um, but this one. Oh, see, I, did, I will say. I know. He did cut a yeah. few where I was like, holy sure. shit, that was good. But. This so my problem with this right away, and again, it's it maybe it's my fault for not not suspending my disbelief, but publicly he's an EVP. Publicly he's booking the shows with Tony Khan in public, in in public, if you will. Uh, <laughs> so like we know this about him. We know that like he made that gimmick for himself where he couldn't win the title because he didn't want to get accused of booking himself to the top, right? Whatever, that's fine. I I know it's his company. You know, Vince McMahon's booked himself in WrestleManias for uh, Shane McMahon's been main yeah. eventing. Like it's nonsense. My problem is, is he came out in this ring, and whether it's gimmick or not, says that he's the champion because it's a merit-based company. And Brett, I just want you to know that you and I are the hosts of this podcast based on merit. It has nothing else to do with it. It's not because... Who did we beat out? It's not everybody. Okay. It's not because we decided to start a podcast. It wasn't because, as friends, we got together and we're like, hey, let's start something on our own. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, it's none of that. It's because it's based on merit. It's because we, we, we've talked into microphones and we've done our time on air and it's merit-based. That's why we're hosting this show. There's a line of people behind us that could be hosting this show. Michelle. But we, Michelle would do much better than we do. <laughs> but it's merit-based. We earned this. We did. You know, we we carry the equipment. We we, we took our, our soundboard bumps, if you will. Uh, if you will. Uh, so I just, it just really bothers me that, like, I, you know, maybe I'm supposed to just buy into it because it's a wrestling show. But, like, I know you run things, Cody. Everyone does. And we all knew you were booking yourself to this title. You didn't have the best matches in the company. You haven't had a best match in a company. I can't name a single company or night that you've had the best match on. Well, maybe, no, maybe that him versus Dustin, right? I don't remember what else was on that show, but that was a really good match. That was a but great again, match. That's, that's Dustin. Um, but, like, I just... 
It really bothered me because, oh, this is merit. No, it's not. It's not merit-based. Don't, don't bullshit. Don't try and shove that shit down my throat. Uh, you can cut a different kind of pro wrestling promo and get the same message across without just staring in the camera going, forget that I run this company and that I started it. Uh, this is because I'm the best wrestler. No, it's just not, dude. Uh, you, you know, maybe you work really hard. I'm sure you do. You know, you, you certainly didn't research tattoo artists. Uh, so, it just it, again, it just bothered the shit out of me. And this is going to be the rest of this show. It's going to bother the shit out of me. But, man, it, I just, I don't know. Cody rubbed me the wrong way with this promo. Uh, and I can't wait for him to lose that title. Maybe that's what he wanted. Maybe that's what it's supposed to be. You know, but he thinks he's a face. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, uh, it was weird. Yeah. It was definitely like, a, like it came across, I don't know, real yeah. just weird to me. Like you said, it's like this whole suspend, mm-hmm. you know, disbelief, yeah. but uh, I don't know. It was just a weird promo. Uh, sidebar, did you ever look up anything about what this AEW heels thing is with the with the women? Yeah, I think it's... Is it just a cheap ploy to sell women's shoes that are AEW branded? Or are they actually doing something with the women's division? No, it doesn't have anything to do with the women's division. I think it's their pitch for like, like a community online for okay. like... Female professional okay. wrestling fans. That, that I think is a dope. really great idea. That's fucking awesome idea. Smart as shit. Yeah, but making the logo just two pumps, to, like, is a little, eh, a little weird. Eh. Um, but at the end of this, Cody basically says he's going to be uh, wrestling and defending this every week. Great against Lee Johnson for the next thirty weeks. I'm sure. <laughs> Lee Johnson, Musa, the captain. I don't know who else. Uh, Fabu Andre. Fabu Andre. I hope Fabu oh. Andre gets his heat back and takes yeah. the <laughs> Let me just look down. Let me just run down AW Dark. Uh, each one of the Beaver Boys, that's two. Cutler and Nakazawa, that's four. Uh, Peter Avalon, that's five. Serpentico, that's six. Uh, John Schuyler and Brady Pierce, that's seven and eight. Uh, Tony Donati and Fabu Andre, that's, what am I, up to ten now? That's where the line stops. Yeah, so, and that's where he loses at the Fabu. So he's got ten weeks before he loses at the Fabu Andre. Let's go, Fabu. Yeah. Um, the next match we have is Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Yep. Going up against SCU. I'm just going <laughs> to... Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc won. Yeah. The floor is yours, sir. Uh, this is the part of the night where I thought I was in a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I had fallen asleep. I, I thought I had eaten the red... E- eaten. I thought I ate the red rope licorice. Uh, I was... I said uh, eating mushrooms. Yeah. I was, I was like, what is, what is happening? Um, this is for the number one contender for the tag titles, even though best friends are number one contenders. Uh, you pump out those rankings every week and you still continue to, you apparently want me to continue to bitch about them because they don't make any fucking sense and they don't actually fucking matter. Um, but so best friends are still number one contenders, but number one contenders for fighter fest whenever that happens. Cause right now the date yeah. is sometime this summer, <laughs> uh, is what they're advertising it as. Uh, so, but this is for next week. They're number one contenders for next week. Uh, you know how you fix this problem and lower my blood pressure? How, DJ? By saying, winner of this match gets a shot at the titles <laughs> next week. Don't announce them as number one contenders, because they're not number one contenders to shit. The number one contenders are the best friends. They fucking earned it. And Havoc and, and Sabian have been winning matches. Dark, but they've been winning matches. Yeah, they've been. So you're building them up the ranks. They're building them up the rankings, but calling them number one contender. Even Chucky T was like, "Wait, did I get fired?" (laughs) Like, it just say that that's a wrestling thing. That's fine. The winner of this match gets a shot next week. Number one contender gets a shot at the pay per view, no matter who it is. 
and problem is solved. Saying that they're the number one contender, all it does is confuse your people because your commentary is not explaining it good enough to anybody and raises my blood pressure through the goddamn roof to the point where I don't even know what the fuck happened in this match because I thought I was in a fucking fever dream. <sighs> <laughs> this is fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was It was definitely like, what the fuck? Well, how, why are they number one contenders? You yeah. just crowned number one contenders like four days ago. Four fucking days ago. What are we doing? Like, yeah. Yeah, real bad explanation by them. It makes zero sense. Yeah. Um... We go backstage, MJF's cutting a promo about the Battle Royal that's coming up for the number one contender for the TNT title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wardle's his insurance policy. Uh, when it gets down to the final two, Wardle knows what to do. Wardle says, but MJF snaps at him, but yeah. nothing. What are you going to do? And then just says, I'm just ruining your baby. Let's go have some fun. Um, which leads into the Battle Royal for the number one uh, contendership for the TNT championship. Yes. I'm not naming everybody who was in it. Nope. Didn't don't don't know. Nope. Didn't tell you. Um, all I know is Orange Cassidy got jumped by Santana and Ortiz yep. on the way out. For interrupting that promo. Yep. Uh, I know it came down to Which sets up best friends when they win the tag titles to immediately feud with Santana and Ortiz. See? Give it to me. Uh, I know it came down to the last two were Jungle Boy uh-huh. and Orange Cassidy. Yes. Because there was some shenanigans where MJF went to go hit somebody mm-hmm. with the ring on. He hit Ward low, Wardle got, hit. got tossed out. Yeah, yeah you know, yep. the, the Battle Royal shit. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy wins. Mm-hmm. I wish Orange Cassidy won. Uh, listen, if you wanted to make me the happiest person on the planet, Orange Cassidy would have won. Oh. They keep coming so close. So they're building up to good. He came it's real close tease, in that ladder man. match. The they're teasing tease. it. Keep teasing it. That's fine. I'm in for the long haul on this. Uh, Brett, I want to ask you a question about this match, though. Yes, sir. What was my favorite part of this Battle Royal? Oh, uh, God, you do have a favorite part of Battle Royals, but I can't remember it. Right mm, no, it's not not specific to the Battle Royal okay. match. I love Battle Royal matches as a whole. Uh, my favorite individual thing that happened in this match. Billy Gunn. Oh, okay, my second favorite thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I love Billy Gunn. Um, and that Billy Gunn is the same size as Luchasaurus, and nobody ever booked Billy Gunn as a big man. Um... <laughs> No, my favorite thing in this Luther match... Luther getting his diesel 93 Rumble... Uh, 94 Rumble-esque run. Listen, I, I called... My, I put money on, on Luther when this match started, and he was the first eliminated, so I lost a bunch sure of bucks. Was. Uh, but, uh, no, my favorite part of this match involved Wardlow. Yeah? Did. Why? Because yeah. he sold for Marco Stunt. He sure did. And I was like, thank you, Wardlow. Because, again, if you listen to this show, I bitch about it every week... Doesn't matter how small you are. If you get punched or kicked in the face, you, it's going to hurt. you got to sell it. Yeah. And Wardlow sold it. And then when Marco went to do a move to him, he caught him and laughed. It's fine. But you sold the punches, and that's all that matters. Doesn't make Marco look like a piece of shit. And then you still were able to look dominant and beat the shit out of the little guy. It was, like, funny the size difference of between Yeah, the, they're insane. I'm like, oh, my God. He looks like he's literally handling a child. Yeah. But you still but it's sold, you gotta sell right. a punch in the face. You know, that especially with that size difference, you don't have to let him fucking run at you or any of that kind of shit. Sell a punch and kick in the face, make Marco look a little good before you throw him out of the ring. Both of you look fine. Yeah. It worked. So good on you, Wardlow. Yeah. Points in my book. Yeah, so Jungle Boy though, he won. Yes. Uh, and he will be uh, in action against Cody next week for yes. the TNT championship. So you think they're gonna do a battle roll every week to just decide oh, who Cody's opponent opponent is the next week? It's just like the same guys but add one. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. my god. Yeah. Um 
All right, so time. Just no, uh, scratch it. Just take the person who wins out every week until until Luther's the only one left. In like twenty weeks, Luther's like, I'm the only guy in this yeah. battle royal. I automatically win. Oh God. Uh, time for the AEW pep rally, mm-hmm. my dear sir. Well, the inner circle pep rally. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, fucking Vicky Guerrero comes out screaming. Yep. Grabs pom poms, introduces everybody. Um, I don't know. They're all giving gifts to each other. Santana gave Ortiz a chopped cheese, which made me real happy. True. Um, Hager got discount Tim's. Sammy got some Vicks vapor <laughs> up. Jericho got a picture of Mark Anthony. Sure. Um, what's his face got fucking headphones. Ortiz, Ortiz, Ortiz so, so, so he can hear. hear. <laughs> yep. Hilarious. Ortiz, Ortiz awesome. the best. I love Ortiz. Yeah. He saves every single one of their segments. Whenever it starts to dip, he brings it back. Yeah. Uh, Jericho said what he really wants as a gift, though, is Mike Tyson's head on a platter. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't forgotten what Tyson did to him over ten years ago on a Monday Night Raw. He turned his back on him. Mm-hmm. Um, out comes Mike Tyson... Mm-hmm. Along with Vitor Belfort. Yep. Rashad Evans. Rashad I didn't Evans. even recognize no, him. No, me the either. I was like, holy fuck. Right. Um, Henry Cejudo, uh-huh. which if you know anything about MMA, that dude was just a two-weight two division champion. Yeah. He's an Olympic gold medalist wrestler, and he just retired from MMA because Dana doesn't want to pay him. So huh. he said, fuck you, I'm leaving. Well, there you go. Like He even said, he goes, Dana knows the number to get me back. Well, so... Way to go there. Um, Tyson was also with some some other guys. I don't know that, like, dude, the one guy was freaking me out. The like fat white dude with the like black eye paint. I don't know. Some I think his name was like Dicky McFuck or something. Somebody said. I think we saw him on a dark. I think he was just some worker. No, like something like he's a real person. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember the name, but like. I, I know people on Twitter are like, what the fuck? Like, who is this? And someone said he was in Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot. Who wasn't? That's true. But I don't. I can't remember his name. I, I'm not going to look it up either because okay. I'd rather not know his name. Yeah, Dickie McFuck's a better I'm name than whatever Dickie his real McFuck. name is anyway. It's something like, like along, look it up, please. I'm, I'm going to Google Dickie McFuck. I'm sure that won't bring back any bad things. Boy, if you get a link for uh, lemonparty.com, don't go to it. Um, or meat, uh, or meat spin. Hold on. I, so the first thing is Bobby Shit Snack versus Dickie <laughs> McFuck. Is that a match? Yeah, like a wrestling match. I don't know. Or is that one of those weird custom videos? It says UFC. T- <laughs> it was a UFC fight. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's possible. But oh, look up. Uh, I don't know. Jane Silent Bob. This is terrible it, audio. It's I know. Char- it's characters from people made it in a video game, and it literally is Dickie McFuck. So I don't know how you pulled that name out and have it be real, but... You found my YouTube page, I see. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's This is a halt because it's going to drive me nuts. Because it's something real dumb. It's a dumb name. Yeah. And I can't think Well, of you it. keep talking and I'll, uh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, so anyway, Jericho tells Tyson to shut up when he's talking. He's been dreaming of this. Tyson tries to, like, I don't know. Grab the mic off Jericho, calls him a sucker, um, and he's wrong. <laughs> and uh, Jericho gives him a chance to apologize. Tyson tries to rip his shirt off. So did fucking 
Scrody McBooger Balls or whatever the fuck his name oh my is. God, what is going on? Um, Scrody McBooger Balls. The fuck is what his is name? What is happening to you? Nuts. I feel like I'm stuck and I can't get past it. Because that guy rips his shirt off too. Uh... Jericho wants an apology. Tyson shoves him. Uh, Mickey Gooch? That's it. Yeah, Mickey Gooch. <laughs> oh, my God. You weren't close at all. Mickey Gooch. That can't be real. Mickey Gooch. Was that him? Mickey Gooch. All right. I was close. Yeah. Um, I had the Mick part in there. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, it's a real bad brawl. And part of me was like, man, like, you know, I know the whole suspend disbelief thing, but like, these dudes will get fucked up by every single one except for Mickey. Yeah. Mickey well, but that's the thing, like, I want, now I want Hager to have to fight Vitor Belfort and lose. Yeah, like, like, I know you said, like, are they angling for this to be a fucking fight in Bellator now? Right. But like, yeah, it was just. Everybody on Tyson's side would fucking yeah. demolish those yeah. dudes. So the thing about this for me is that, like, I was like, all right, Jericho calling out Tyson. Like, I want to see Tyson punch Jericho in the face. Uh, and, but it, it didn't. It, meh, yeah. It petered out. This was bad. Yeah. It was fucking bad. I was excited in the beginning because I was like, all right, Tyson, it'll be fun. It'll be a little blow-off thing after the pay-per-view and they'll be done with it. And, you know, we get to laugh at Jericho, like, picking his teeth up off the mat. Uh, more on that later. And uh, we just kind of got a weird brawl that Tyson, like, was la- Like, Tyson even, like, was laughing through part of his promo, like, had just, or part of the thing, like, just, I don't know. It's just, like, it was just too fucking, like, Vince McMahon for me. Yeah. Like, it's like, damn, JR well, screaming fucking Tyson and Jericho. I mean, it's based okay, on. It's a- basically him screaming Tyson and Austin. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's based on a, <laughs> a, like, 30 second piece from something 10 years ago. Yeah. So. Like,. I just, I thought it was so fucking bad. Like, yeah. it sucked. Honestly, it sucked. I was like, okay, you're just looking for your sports center moment. Yeah. And your mainstream media. But this is what well, you're yeah, doing. Because now. Tyson got really hot like two weeks ago. Exactly. Where there was comeback. So they're trying to milk that. And I like, get dude, it. Dude, I get it. He looks great. Yeah, but, he looks like, fantastic. Again, if, if we're kind of, you know, stepping back a little bit, this wouldn't even be close. No. No. Like, no. three of those dudes could take all five of them. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, just the way it is. Um, but that was the end of Dynamite. I just I fucking hated that ending. Okay. Oh, it was real bad. All right. Uh, it, it literally just did nothing for me. I, I have no feelings on it really either. Well, way. by the time you got to it, you were yeah, I was so <laughs> mad. I literally was out of like out of anger to give, yeah. which is which is hard wow. because my anger you? my anger tank's real fucking oh, big. My anger it's tank. real big. <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't name this show already. Anger Tank was going to be the name of the tank. show. That's going to be your but I but I already named this show so. Um, so let's go to NXT. Yes, let's. We're kicking it off with the uh, A Block final, which is Maverick versus Jake Alice versus Kushida. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes like eleven minutes, and uh, Drake Maverick wins. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shocked. Yeah. Uh, Definitely thought I was gonna be Kushida. Me too. Right from the beginning. Um, I, again, uh, I'll, you know, talk about what I always talk about. Uh, I like it. I oh, think, the match itself I, was I, I think the match was really good, really but the good. end, the ending specifically. Yeah. You know, Maverick looks like a million bucks. Kushida's not hurt because he didn't get the pin. So 
It works. And then they did the thing afterwards where, where you know, Kushida's getting the first shot when Drake wins. Yeah, because that was, isn't gonna that happen. was tapping. I think 205 and Live are going to have something to say about that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really like this match. Atlas looked good. He I got his time. Really good. He's an up-and-coming guy. He's not in that spot yet. No. So he's the guy who has to take the fall. But, it's one of, it's, again, it's one of those matches where, at the end of the day, I think all three guys look better off at the end. Uh, well, Kushida maybe not better, but Kushida's not hurt by it, and that's good enough. Yeah, he didn't take the loss. Yeah, so. I know, like, some people were saying, why isn't Kushida more pissed off? Yeah. Because he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's a face. Yeah. A baby face. That is true. Yeah. Phantasm walks out, shakes hands with Drake, yeah. and uh, they're going to have that match at TakeOver in your house. Yeah. Um, I will tell you something, because we haven't complained about Mauro Ronaldo in a long time. Uh Somebody in the match, I don't know if it was Drake or somebody threw a like a, a roaring elbow, and I don't, you didn't catch this part. Uh, Maro said uh, shades of Masahiro Tanaka. Oh, that's Masato. It's Masato. Sure is. Uh, Masahiro is I think like a soccer player or baseball player. Because <laughs> oh, I looked it up, I was like, is that even a person? Because I know Masahiro Chono. I thought he was just conflating those two. Yeah. Um, no, it's Masato Tanaka. Maro, come on, watch watch your ECW tapes, pal. I agree with that. I can't get on Maro too much. Because he, he did good last night. Yeah, no, he was fine. It just, you know. He gave that shot to Hanukamura. Yeah. Which, like, here's on a WWE program. It's like, sure. whoa, holy shit. Somebody actually mentioned yeah. something. But you have an AEW um, show this week where Taz is talking about Junakiyama and stealing moves from Hiroshi yeah. Hase. <laughs> and uh, Morrow's, like, just messes up Masato Tanaka's name. Uh, who at one time was probably the most famous Japanese wrestler in America. <laughs> so. Dude. One time I was at a party, and I literally, me and this other uh, dude, we were just in a corner just because we were watching uh, Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka matches. Yep. Like, we were both like, dude, fuck everybody else. We'll just watch this whole feud. It right? It's great. Yeah. Um, take over in your house. Charlotte Flair defends against Rhea and Io. But tonight, uh, Rhea and Io team up to face Charlotte and a partner of her choosing. Um, Kurt, it's a, it's a yeah. three-way dance at, in your house? Yes. I didn't know that. Three-way dance. Yeah. Uh, Angle is the uh, referee tonight yes. for tonight's main event, the hashtag Fight Pit. Yes. Motherfucker. Fight Pit. Put, put on some God smack and let's fucking <laughs> rage. Um, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Yeah, which is what I am oh, uh, pretty much I'm calling from now on the Gargano family fuckery. <laughs> about it. Uh, they walk out to the ring. He Johnny did, Gargano wants the Johnny Gargano Invitational. He did make me chuckle. With the Adrian Adonis? Yeah. Yeah. It's Adrian Alonis. That's mm-hmm. his fucking yeah. opponent. Uh, it goes less than a minute, and yep. Gargano wins. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Great. Um, well, not not great. Great, it was only a minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they lost me, man. Not so much with Candice, though. I'm more intrigued I'm, by her I'm than more I'm into Candice. Johnny is completely gone. Worst fucking heel. Uh, oh, and like, you, going. You know what we didn't talk about is uh, WWE stealing from AEW by putting fa- putting wrestlers in the in the the gallery, if you will, and not letting them sit down. Yeah, but they have um, like hockey partitions. Yeah. blocking them so they can't. See, I kind of like that though. No, that's cool. I'm just saying they, yeah. they you know, they stole the. I think it made for a better show, but yeah. they stole it from AEW. Well, yeah, I mean, they should have been doing this. Like, yeah, they should have been doing it from doing for, it from for the beginning. For a while, yeah. Sure. Um, we go to a video after the match mm-hmm. of Mia Yim and Keith Lee basically mimicking the whole Gargano dinner thing. 
It was fucking real bad. Yeah, shockingly, I also don't care about this part of this angle. Yeah. And uh, Mia Yim's someone I like a lot, and Keith Lee's someone who I think they've ruined and are continuing to ruin, uh, but I at least still think he'd have a good match against Gargano. Yeah. But, like, this shit, I just don't care. I don't think it's funny. Not my, into it. My favorite part of it was Tegan Knox bringing them a pizza, wearing a Latino heat shirt, and her, she ate all the pizza. There you go. Love you, Tegan Knox. Um, Lady Kane. That is true. Uh, let's see. Imperium cuts a promo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No team can beat them, blah, blah, blee. Next match, <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez in her Wolfpack gear. Big mama cool. Going up against Shotzi Blackheart. Mm-hmm. Shotzi, you know, coming off that promo last week where a lot of people found it fun. Um, coming to the tank in the ring. Yep. Uh, it goes like over nine and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Raquel Gonzalez wins. Yeah. But there was some fuckery. Well... So, there, was, there was, by fuckery, do you mean odd edits throughout this match? Yeah, there definitely was. Yeah. Um, but Dakota Kai got in the tank to distract Shotzi. Yes. Which led to Tegan Knox running out and shoving Dakota Kai off the tank. Mm-hmm. And Dakota was taking a sick bump. Yeah, of course. For no fucking reason. Well, just to do it. Because you got to sell she's it. she's Dakota Kai and she's sure. fucking great. Yep. Um, speaking of bumps in the match. Yep. Don't know how Shotzi's walking right now. She got right back up. That uh, was fucking the, the, terrifying. The, the not catching anybody has carried over to NXT. It's contagious. So she went to go do the coffin drop off the top rope to the outside onto Gonzalez and uh-huh. Kai. Split them like the fucking like bowling pins. Yeah. And landed like just neck yeah, first I mean, on, on her on her fucking neck. Yeah. ground. And yeah. I like audibly let out like an oh shit like she's fucking dead Mm -hmm. uh that was scary yeah i mean it would have been scarier if she didn't get right back up and still be able to go so oh it's just like yeah no i agree yeah just ass over tea kettle and oh man it was real fucking scary yeah um we get a video package of hype bauer and priest of tank you don't want to talk about this the, the big mama cool what at all what about her? Uh, I love what they're doing with her and Kai. I think it's great. I I, I think they're the best sort of heel yeah. team going. Like they're, I love what they do. I love the match they had. They're dudes with attitudes. Uh, I love Gonzalez wrestling like a essentially like a like a big guy like for, like Kevin Nash. Like Kevin Nash. Uh, and the other thing I really like is that uh, Knox came out and had opportunities to interfere in the match. But she's a face, so she didn't. She did not. That's smart. That's the wrestling I like. That's, that's all. That's no, very true. Um, next match, we have Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. going up against Charlotte Flair and her surprise partner, one uh, Chelsea Green. Yes. Which, when she came out, I was like, that's a good fucking choice. It's a good fit. That's, yeah, they sure. look like They look like they could be a tag team. Mm-hmm. They really do. Like... If, you know, whatever the next pay-per-view is for WWE, if they yeah. won the women's tag titles, I'd say, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah, totally makes sense. And why not give give that belt to Charlotte? I don't think she's held it yet, right? That's the only one I think she hasn't. Well, so, look at that. There it Might is. A little foreshadowing. Um, the match goes like 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Charlotte and Chelsea got the win. Yep. Uh, Io Shirai yeah. is a fucking god. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, she's the... Could be the best wrestler on NXT I right really now. I think she is. Um, definitely, hands down, the best female wrestler. Um, but might be the best in the company, honestly. I really think she is. Yeah. She is awesome. And her and Ripley were matching gear. Subtly matching gear. They did. 
That's what you're supposed to do. Even yeah. when you put together, just throw something together. The match itself, though, I thought was oh, I love this really match. good. I love the shit out of this match. Yeah. Uh, I would say, uh, and again, spoilers, um, this is probably my favorite match since WrestleMania. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I loved this match. Yeah. For real. I, th- I honestly, I, the, I thought it was great. My memory stinks, and I couldn't tell you a match that happened two <laughs> weeks ago. But, like, the feeling I had, I loved this match. Yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, the end came when EO accidentally took out Rhea, which obviously, hey, yeah. still causes the heat with them. Uh, they did something online afterwards oh, okay. with uh, Chelsea Green and Robert Stone. Oh, yeah, right. Chelsea fires him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so she's on her own now. Yeah. So, uh, which I laughed at Zack Ryder's tweet. He's like, damn, like, you know, first you took my girlfriend, now you're, now you're taking a firing, just like, <laughs> stop trying to be me, Robert Stone. Uh, listen, there was a crazy good chop in this match from a duck under. Yes. It was sick. Uh, this match, like, the reason why I love this match so much, uh, and just, I mean, just watch it. I Honestly, I love tag team wrestling. This was a great tag team wrestling match. Um, and... Uh, the women have had great tag matches on NXT. The Kabuki Warriors from a while ago was amazing. Oh, my God, against Kaya Nash. Yeah, it's Team Kick is so good. But this match had shitty heels. It had great baby faces. And it ended with a shitty heel pin, which doesn't take the heat from anybody. Adds heat to the heels. Keeps this going. Builds to that three-way that's coming up. Super smart. Was a really good tag match. I love the way Charlotte and Chelsea cut off the ring. Yeah, like it is. It was good heel tag team work against good face tag team work. I really liked it. Well, it was it was even cool where it was like at the end where Charlotte and Chelsea won, mm-hmm. and Charlotte's giving Chelsea props too. Yeah. Like that's you. Yep. You know that's all you. Yeah, that was cool. I I, yep. I liked it because heels sticking together and and absolutely and that's the thing like Chelsea's you know pretty new like we haven't seen a ton of her who knows how what her ability is but putting her in these kind of matches with three very talented women I'm not saying she's not talented I'm just saying she's new she's green so like putting her ah. in there <laughs> and making her letting the three of them make her look as good as she looked letting her sort of leech off Charlotte not at least just sort of a shitty term but like. You, Charlotte, to get you over, Charlotte can tell you what to do, give you the point, like help, all that kind of stuff, elevates her and really gives, it's a learning experience for her. It helps build her with the crowd, gets her over as a heel. Like it just, for me, this was a complete match and I really liked it. Yeah, I was, I was way about it. Yeah. Um, somebody interviews the Garganos backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gargano says it's going to be him and Lee at TakeOver for the North American title. And then Candice and Mia next week. Um, and then Candace also says that Tegan should be ashamed of herself. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, Adam Cole has a weird split screen yeah. meeting with William Regal. Yeah, negotiations or something. Yeah, I don't know. it was it was weird. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just ends with uh, Regal making the match of Cole and Velveteen Dream for mm-hmm. Takeover. Uh, it's gonna be somewhere fucking cinematic though, mm-hmm. so let's hope it's not as bad as uh, Gargano Champa was. Yeah, because that shit sucked. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Uh, moving on, there's like a promo with Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. I'm a little mad that they weren't pounding beers at the bar. Right? As are they, are they the, should have they're been. the Brit Am connection? Is that what they're calling themselves? Oh, do they have an official name? Yeah, I think they do. Oh. I think I think it's the Brit Am connection. Oh well, it's not the K and M connection. It's that's not for sure. 
Um, but yeah, uh, the, they're going to be fighting Imperium, I yeah. guess. Next. Only Lorcan's a weird-looking dude when you get up close. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, he's, just, he's a strange fellow. Odd-looking dude, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next match, we have Leon Ruff going up against Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa wins in a minute and 18 seconds. Mm-hmm. Scarlet's out on the ramp the whole match. Uh, Champa blows her a kiss. Cross appears up on the Tron, says takeover special. He's going to make Champa feel something he never felt in his life, TikTok. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, next- poor Leon Ruff. Yeah, he's just another, like, yeah. squash dude. Uh, that match should be good, though. I mean, I'm in I'm in the, oh, the Champa sure. cross. Shout out Leon Ruff, fellow Edge brother. Um, How do you know? Did you get, is there a newsletter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, you're not part of Straight Edge Weekly. So. Okay. All right. All of us, all of us edgers, we get it. Okay. Um, next week is the damn wow, that's fucked up. The cruiserweight tournament finals are not even going to be on fucking the takeover. No. It's going to be on TV. <laughs> they, they gave what up the on this fuck? thing because the pay per view has to be the reveal of 205 and live. I fucking hate this. Uh, <laughs> also, Candice versus Mia Rim. Mia, Mia, oh God, Mia Yim. Uh-huh. That sounds terrible. Yep. doing that. Yeah, don't, I didn't fucking mean it. It's God fine. damn it. Uh, and so also mean. because next week is going to be a heavy recap and a lot of build. Yeah. Because they said that the women's and NXT title matches are getting uh, showcases called Prime Target, which is like a big build-up special. Okay. So well, I Wednesday feel, in your house. Uh, June sixth. That's fun. Oh, really? Sunday. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. All right. We're back in the swing of things. Yeah. Then, huh? okay. Yeah. So. Right. It's gonna be a heavy recap show next week. Oh, God, my wife is gonna be pissed. Which makes me feel like I might watch AEW live next week. Ooh. Maybe I don't know. Uh. But let's get to the main event. Yep. Hashtag fight pit. Fight pit. You motherfucker. Remember the video game Pit Fighter? That was a good game. Dude, the whole time I was, I was just like, why didn't they just call it Pit Fight? Yeah. Like, no, we're going with the Fight Pit. Fight Pit. That's right, baby. Throw fight on pit. some fucking... It's Pity City in throw here. Throw on some heavy hardcore. That's right. Get your fucking, I don't know, whatever the hardcore shoes kids wear now. <laughs> um, then let's fucking pit and fight, motherfucker. Because it's a fight pit. Hashtag, get your monsters ready. You fucking say like fight milk. <laughs> Drink your fight milk to get into the fight pit. Yeah, goddamn right. Um, Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. With Angle as the guest referee. The blow off, if you will. Yeah, the, the blow off from like two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, you can only win via knockout or uh, tap out or ref stoppage. Yeah. Hmm. This goes like 14 and a half minutes. Uh-huh. Thatcher wins. I will say this. There was heavy talk this week. Riddle's done in NXT. Yep. Going up to the main roster. So Going to SmackDown. Oh, I wonder if he's going to debut tomorrow then. Do you know why he's going to SmackDown? No. Lesnar doesn't want him on Raw. Fuck Brock Lesnar. I've been, I've no, been, I can't say fuck Brock Lesnar. I love Brock Lesnar. I've been reading. Uh, again, it's all fucking hearsay. Oh, um, you, Mr. Part right? of the IWC. Absolutely. You and uh, your buddy Meltzer. Yeah, the internet water closet. Um, they uh, they said that uh, that Heyman loves him, but uh, they're afraid. At, the, at minimum, they're afraid of him and Lesnar getting into it uh, for real. Or at most, Lesnar is like actively, I hate that dude. Don't put him in the same locker room as me. Well, there was that story that went around where he went up to Riddle. I, yeah. Who knows if it's fucking true or well, not? Well, Riddle still says that he wants to become a big enough star that they that Brock Lesnar has to wrestle him. Dude, I love Matt Riddle. So I love like 
I love him. And he told a story this week of, uh, I guess he was on The Bump, mm-hmm. where he told a story about him and Goldberg's confrontation. Yeah. And Shane McMahon went up to him afterwards and says, thank you for not beating him up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, thank you for not doing yeah. that. Because um, yeah. I, I don't know. Been, like, yeah. Anybody in the company, Riddle's going to fuck you up. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Lesnar might be the only one because of the size difference. That's it. But, like, Riddle's legit. Like, Riddle only came to professional wrestling because he didn't want to give up weed. Yeah, that's it. So, like, if this was the real world, yeah. Riddle's going to fuck you up. Yeah. Um, the cage fight, pit, pit yeah, fight, pit cage fight, fight, yeah. fight pit, uh, Thatcher wins. I enjoyed the shit. Dude, I like this a lot. It was, I, uh, dude, I, I was going to text you about it, like, during it, but yeah. I was like, nah. I want to see. I'm like, I yeah. think he's going to fucking love uh, it. Though. I, I didn't like the last one. Uh, I thought that it had didn't have enough pro wrestling in it. Um, this one had the right amount of pro wrestling mixed in, uh, including the... <coughs> excuse me. Um, the, uh, the pit itself was a very pro wrestling structure. Yeah, well, it's like they said, oh, this is a, like an homage to like... The Lions End match. Yeah. And then Tom Phillips was like, yeah, it reminds me of Skywalkers from, from the 80s. And I'm like, you son yeah. of a bitch. So very pro wrestling there. It, you know, had, it just, it was the good mix. Uh, everything looked believable. Um, I, I just, I thought it was much, much better. It was brutal. The boys were working a little stiff. The boys were working a little stiff. But I want to ask you a question about that. Yes. Fake blood, fake teeth? Absolutely. Okay. They would never do that. That's how I felt too. Yeah. Uh, because right, I was like, ooh, and then the doctor came over, and I was like, all right, yep, fake, yeah. fakey. But that's all right. That's that's pro wrestling. Yeah. I want that. That's what I wanted in that first one. I want that aspect of pro wrestling in your real fight. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I I, I like the shit out of this one, uh, and I love that you know, Riddle goes out to the main roster, does the honors, putting the guy over. It's yeah. what you're supposed to do. So, you know, that uh, makes me happy. I don't know if Riddle necessarily has any say backstage on whether or not, um, but it's the right thing to do. Uh, and, you know, whatever they do with Thatcher is fine. Maybe they put Thatcher and Dunn together, sort of. Uh, well, I, I look at it this but, way with if, if Riddle is yeah. called up. I guess now's the right timing because mm-hmm. what else is there for him to do? Yeah, exactly. You're not going to have a feud with Keith Lee. They're both good guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could he have won the belt from Cole? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. And I think he could have had a good run. But he doesn't need it. He doesn't need the belt, though. Yeah. He's, he doesn't need it at all. The whole, um, you know, Broserweights got derailed by the pandemic. Yeah. That had a lot of legs mm-hmm. to it. And it would have been. For sure. That would have gone on a long time. Yeah. Um, well, and now they could bring, they could, when Pete comes back, they, him and Thatcher can get together and be like, hey, we chased that asshole out of here. Like that goof, or is Dunn gonna go after? That Thatcher, could all. That, you know? It could go both ways and, and work. Way. Yeah, and work. Yeah, so. uh, but yeah, the the actual like match itself, I loved it. I liked I thought it. Yeah. it was so much fucking fun. Yep. It was just, I don't know. Like I said, they were working a little snug. Yeah, good grappling. Like mm-hmm. you know, I I enjoyed the show. Believable like stuff. You, yeah, like Believable. you said, you know, there was enough pro wrestling yep. in it too. So yeah, um, yeah, I enjoyed the fucking shit good. out of it. So uh, so. A little talk right before we get to that, because that's the end of the show. That was the end of the show, yeah. Uh, rumor of, because uh, you brought him up just a second ago, rumor of Adam Cole not renewing his contract when it's up in a little bit and making the jump. What do you think? You are on the fucking sheets, aren't you? God damn. Yeah, reading shit this week, pal. Holy shit. I didn't, even, I didn't even read that. Yeah. 
Uh, it's like the rumorist of rumors, but they're just saying you know his his contract with NXT is coming up, and there you know there's been talks of, and I think somebody from AEW even said like he's welcome here if he wants to, and there was behind the scenes talk about WWE not allowing Adam Cole to go to AEW shows to to watch his wife. Well, they're not married yet. Well, okay, well, but, whatever. But then they, WWE did eventually allow him. They did say you you can go. Um. So. All right. I'll play. Do you think he'll leave? Um, I think WWE will throw enough money at him yeah. to make him not want to leave. Okay. Um, would he would he rather be with his girlfriend? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Okay. But right now, with the I don't know when his contract's up or anything. Yeah, like, I right can now with up, the way things know. are, they're both in Florida. Mm-hmm. They're both living. They're seeing each other probably sure. more now than ever. Yeah, you know. Um, I. <sighs> NXT, I don't know what's left for him. Yeah. That's the big thing for me. You know. He, there's no point. It's, it's the second time he's held this title, right? No, this is the first, is the first so time. Still, and still that run. It's and one he's big run. had it for yeah. over a year now. So there's nothing else to do. I think he's had it for a while. Unfortunately, year. NXT has kind Maybe of set has. that thing up where when you win it and lose it, you don't really get it again. You're, it's time to move on. You've. It's very you know, rare there's two-time yeah. NXT champs. Um, and he'll never survive the main roster. No, nothing by his own accord either. No, no, not his own fault at all. But they would never book him right. They would never take him seriously. And that's the thing. Can so you if pull he, him up to the main roster without Undisputed Era? I, I don't know. And maybe as a faction they can work, but maybe not. And if he does have that dream, you know, like Mania is a dream, but like the, the main roster dream, the holding the actual, if you will, WWE title, whatever. I don't think that's in the cards for him. I just don't see it. I don't see them as a company putting him in matches with, you know, putting him with Drew McIntyre again. It's just not going to happen. Um, but AEW, he can go there and become an immediate contender for their big belts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Money. I really don't. Money or glory, I guess. Um I, I do think he could Trips be perfectly happy there throw too. Him so much fucking money that he yeah. wouldn't have to do with, but at the same time, like again, where does he go from here? Yeah. I, I like after that's the big thing for me. Where does he go? Like, what does he if do? he keeps the belt, like it's almost like a great. Mm-hmm. But do you need somebody else there? It's kind of right. hard right now with the no crowd thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what do you think? It's hard. I don't know because I, you know, I don't know. You know, you can't tell what the guy's goals are. Uh, I honestly don't. Uh, there's matches on the main roster. I'd love to see him wrestle, but I don't see him working. It's a size thing uh, because I don't give a shit about it. I know you do. Um, you think he's too small, but um, no, I know, no. But like seriously, like I've gotten into it people online talking about how small all of Undisputed Era are and how people think they could beat them oh up. Oh my god, and, you sparked that one conversation yeah. the one night. Yeah. Oh my god. So like, and it's bullshit. It's wrestling. You just go with it, and they're great wrestlers. Yeah. And as a faction, all of them, they're yeah, great. and they're always they're always together. They don't, you know, they don't they, they always have each other's backs. Yeah. It works as sort of that stable mentality should. Um, but going to the main roster, that's even harder because you, there's still a lot of guys in the main roster that are like 6'5", six, 6'7", six, and he's not even 6 foot. I don't know. Um, the Forgotten Sons going to get called up. Anybody I, can. I agree. But again, those guys, jacked up guys, you know, with a certain look. A jacked up guy. A jacked up guy. <laughs> with a certain look, um, you know, I, I don't know if Undisputed Era works on the main roster. 
I would like to see it. I'd love it. Give me him and AJ Styles all day. Yeah. Give him give put give me Adam Cole against the wrestlers all day. Well, look at Adam that one SmackDown match against uh, Danielson. How yeah. Fucking good. It give was. me that stuff all day. But when it comes into a to a legitimate title picture, then it starts stuff starts to fall off for him, just like it did for Ricochet, just like it's doing for a lot of these guys. Alistair Black hasn't really held anything significant. There, no, he hasn't which is any, insane. Any title. Which well, is insane. That is fucked up. To um, me. How you know, do you not make that guy right the huge star? Yeah, um, and it's not that it doesn't work. Angel Garza is getting some good pushes now. Teamed yeah. up with with uh, Almas, like all that sort of stuff. It's just it's harder and harder for him. I don't see him. I, I would love to see it, but I don't see anybody at that company booking him into main event for title stuff. So is NXT enough? Sure, but you know you can change the sort of. Uh, the way NXT works, what everybody expects, and have people cycling it out just like you do with the titles on the main shows. Um, but they're not at that right now. So if he sees, you know, a lot of a lot of these wrestlers see the see the blocks in their path, and they're like, okay, well, probably not going to get over that hurdle. Uh, I'm going to go where there aren't any, and I can do whatever I want. And AEW is certainly a company like that because, you know, not Mox is a bigger guy, but not huge and. You know, Wardlow is a big guy, but again, not even that big. Same thing with, you know, like Luchasaurus is booked as their biggest guy. He's the same size as Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn's a very large man. Yeah. Um, But he's booked as their big man, you know. So, like, you can get in that ring against Cody, get in that ring against Darby, and look really good and have really good matches. Yeah. Um, He could have really good matches in WWE, too, but there's just, there's hurdles in his way. There's people that he won't be able to convince. uh, Convince. Being the operative word there, uh, <laughs> that he should be in the in the big time matches, no matter how fucking talented he is. And you know, I've said it multiple times. The dude reminds me of Shawn Michaels yeah. in build, in performance, and everything. Um, probably a better promo than Shawn ever was. Um, yeah, to, uh, to a point. Like DX is a little different, but um, you know. So, I, but is. Sean is such an exception to the rule. And, you know, again, and also Adam Cole reminds me of Shawn Michaels. He's not Shawn Michaels. That's very true. Um, it just, there's hurdles there. And, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I want to uh, see I want to see good matches, but I want, you know. Yeah. It'd be uh, interesting to see if anything comes of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you the questions. Yeah, pal. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, match from AEW. Okay. Match from NXT. Okay. Match overall. Okay. Show overall. Okay. All right. Real easy. This is going to be real quick. Real quick. Uh, AEW uh, was a show that was almost insulting to my fandom as a, as a person who enjoys wrestling. I thought you were just going to say AEW was a show. It was a show. Um, five matches. A match and a half. Two matches in the first hour. One of them being a squash. Uh, not their best showing in my opinion. Uh I mean, frankly, like, I, I was so miserable last night that I switched to my regular Twitter account was tweeting from both of them <laughs> just because I wanted to be really mean and miserable about it on my own account and not flood the show's account with that shit. But I hated that show. Um, I really did not like it as a wrestling show. Um, that being said, the Battle Royal was fun. So I'm saying Battle Royal because I like Battle Royals. It's kind of a cheat. Um, the tag match wasn't bad, but I, I'm not giving that a favorite of anything. Um, so Battle Royal for me, for there, uh, NXT, uh, if you've just listened to us for the last roughly hour and a half, uh, women's tag match, I just thought it was great. Uh, I thought the main event was great too, uh, but when I have two matches that are even like that, uh, sort of with my enjoyment, 
Um, and especially because like I was miserable after <laughs> AEW because I watched that thing first and I put it on NXT and like the the three way to start was really good. Uh, the I I love what they did in the the Gonzalez Blackheart match like NXT. Oh, hold on. Uh, women's tag match wins the NXT for me. I really loved it. When there's two matches that are that even, let me go back. Uh, it's live, pal. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Sid. Um, <laughs> the tag match always wins out for me because I just love tag team wrestling that much. That's my favorite kind of wrestling. Tag, when I have two matches that I love a lot that are even, if one of them is a tag match, the tag match will always win. I really love this match. Uh, so women's tag match. Match of the night, women's tag match, and a shock to no one show of the night is NXT by a goddamn landslide. Uh, that AEW show was bad. Um, it it hurt. Like, I honestly just felt like I was in a fever dream for some of the stuff they did. After a pay-per-view that I enjoyed, that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. The pay-per-view was they, great. They drugged me kicking and screaming to enjoyment of that pay-per-view. Because I went in that thing going, I just wasted 50 bucks, and I yeah. left that thing going. That was a shit ton of fun. And this is the, the, the show after that, which is supposed to be big, and it was garbage. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's cathartic to talk about it here. I don't hate it so much anymore. The My hate tank is, is <laughs> re-emptied. Um, but, yeah, just NXT all around. Uh, watch that women's match. I might watch that women's match again. I liked it that much. How about you, pal? I think I know where you're going, too. I could probably guess, but go ahead. AEW, I had to look through the match listing again because yeah. I was like, did I even like anything right? on the show, honestly? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go Battle Royal. Default to the Battle Royal just because I like Battle Royals. It's the Battle Royal. Yep. They're just um, fun matches. It's really hard to fuck one of them up. Yeah. Not that it hasn't been done. It has been done. Uh, yeah, because everything else I just, yep. just didn't give a shit about. Yep. Uh, NXT, I'm definitely going with the hashtag Fight Pit. Sure. Because that fucking name is hilarious yep. to me. And then, But the match itself was... match was very good. Sick. Yes. I yep. love the shit out of it. Uh, obviously, that's going to be my favorite match. Mm-hmm. And the show, for sure, yeah. was NXT. Yeah. I mean, it would just have to be, right? Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we thought. That's what we thought, pal. What did the fans think? What did the fans watch? What the well, yeah? What did the fans watch? I guess we don't know what they thought. <laughs> uh, so ratings, AEW pulled an eight twenty seven, eight hundred twenty seven thousand, uh, up a hundred twenty six thousand from last week, and you know what? Like their best ratings since the beginning of March. That's good. That's really good. That's real good. And uh, NXT got 731,000, so they lost again, but that's a huge jump. They jumped up like 139,000 or so, so it's, it's another big jump. Yeah. Um, both of them up, and that's, I mean, that's NXT's best ratings since February. I'm just like, what the they fuck? Pulled a seven, 794 at the beginning of, 94,000 at the beginning of February. And they and this is the second highest since then. Like I was just like, how the like, fight pit brings people in, brother? Dude, the hashtag fight pit. Yeah. Like it was just weird because I was like, how the fuck? Like why were so many people watching this week? Like, what was the difference? You know? I don't know. What what, what what's been running against it? Did they not? I don't I don't even know. Honestly, I I very rarely even watch like regular TV anymore. So yeah, I don't I don't even know what was what was running. But um, AEW, they just keep on winning. Yep. 
But good that more people are watching. Yeah, that's absolutely. Sick. That's great. It's. I mean, it's. It's. I'm not going to do the math, but it's. It's a good amount of people watching wrestling for the first time in a yeah. long time. Uh, and just for overall, because I run over that too. Season two uh, of this sort of and going on AEW season two, comparing them head to head. Uh, we are both at uh, 11 for AEW and 9 for NXT. We are. And overall, season 1 and season 2, I am at 14 for AEW, 18 for NXT. And you are at 15 for AEW and 17 for NXT. So right there, you know, if we, unless we start disagreeing, we're going to stay neck and neck for season 2. Yeah. Um, we do disagree sometimes, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. But man, last time uh, was not one of those times. I, uh, as much as I did not like AEW, I really liked NXT this week. It, I, it was a fucking fun the, show. The like the the triple threat, uh, the the ladies single, the ladies tag, uh, champa squash, whatever. Uh, you know, it's there to build something, so that's fine. And then that main event, like, you know, six matches. One of them's a squash, and five of those matches were. Like well, two of them are squashes, I guess, because of the Gargano family uh, fuckery. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I liked NXT a lot, and uh, AEW was a huge catastrophic disappointment for me. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. It made me miserable. Is really what it did. Oh man, it stinks. Like I did not want to feel what like watching wrestling. Like I was so mis, and it sucks. Like this isn't what I want to be. I don't want to come on this show as much as as it might be entertaining uh, to you. Oh, hopefully, I'll, to I'll people out there. Um, like uh, when I got done watching AEW this week, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna watch the rest of it tomorrow. Like I'm gonna watch NXT tomorrow because I'm not gonna like it. It's not gonna get a fair shake uh, because I'm so pissed off right now. Um, like, they took my favorite tag team and somehow magically made them not number one contenders. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, uh, it's fought. But yeah. then I, NXT, right from the start, got me going again. So uh, I'm happy, man. I'm yeah. happy I'm happy that it was good wrestling. I'm happy to be sitting in the same room as you. Thank fucking God. Six-foot microphones. Well, I mean, our microphone cords are like 10 feet or yeah. something. So we're plenty distance away, playing it safe. Uh, going yellow. Nice to be nice to be back recording as normal. Seriously, man. Uh, <laughs> I just and uh, oh, I couldn't be more thrilled. I mean, yeah, dude. I got I got nothing else. It's late. This is a late show. We got a late start. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how time, about you, pal? You time for you to uh, mm. hit the hit what you forget to hit every week. Social means. Yes. Yeah. I know. I know. I have to hit them. I just never realize it's time for me to hit them. <laughs> I'll leave you there. Uh, but social meds, uh, soon to be named network, at uh, STBN network on, uh, is that right? Yeah, that's yep. right. On Twitter, our home away from home, plenty of other podcasts out there. Uh, I mean, I say it every week. They're good people. Um, I always like to listen to uh, ad odds with wrestling and see how our, uh, what we like lines up with them. And uh, I've liked the, the total opposite of Joe the last few weeks. Uh, That's funny. Which is funny because uh, we are very similar in uh, wrestling opinion and uh, physical build. Um, <laughs> but uh, so give those guys a, a, a listen uh, at Odds Wrestling. Uh, you got uh, who else is on there? Paul pa Van Dam's not on there, but they're, they're pals. Yeah. Final Wrestling Place, Puzzle Warriors 3, uh, soon to be named Network.com. Uh, us, we're at Wednesday War Pod on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Wednesday Night War Pod at gmail.com if you want to email the show. Uh, talk to us, send us some, some questions, some uh, comments, some praise. Uh, 
And uh, Wednesday Night War Pod uh, Podbean dot com uh, available everywhere. Podcasts are sold. Rate and review on iTunes, please. I want to read stuff about us uh, if you haven't done that. And uh, uh, we're, on, we're Google. I got a thing from Google this week about they're like revamping their podcast stuff and doing better oh, analytics. So good. so we're and I claimed our podcast on there. So we're all Googled up. I think we have been for a while. All but Googled. We're up. all Googled up. And I probably said Googled. Uh, and, um, <laughs> other than that, if you want to, uh, if you want to look at my personal Twitter feed and see the hate I was spewing about this AEW show that I felt was was too raw for the show's feed, oh, wow. uh, check that check that out at the Dude's T H E D W O G E. We can chat stuff up. We can uh, we can talk wrestling. We can talk movies. We can talk synthwave because I watched Blood Machines on Shutter this week. I would uh, make it a point to watch. We that can talk uh, suicidal tendencies lyrics. You know who you are, Brett. How about you, pal? Well, sir, if you would like to uh, check out a rare picture I put up of myself online wearing my. Brand new Sweet and Sour Larry Sweeney shirt that I got from Pollyanna. Looks very nice. Thank you, sir. Uh, and you can also check out your new wallpaper in your bathroom. Yes. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about uh, how much I fucking hate the world right now. Wow. Um, and uh, if you also want to check out my vision of what you, myself, and our friend Doug look like. Cool. Uh, yes. That's where I'm at with things. Um, at Brett X Edge 570 that's where I'm at. Come holler at me. My opinions are my own. Holler if you hear them. And they do not reflect the wow. views of you, even though they probably They're pretty do. close. Yeah, even though they probably enough. do. <laughs> but other than that, uh, thanks for listening. Brett, I'm good if you're good. Oh, I thought you were wrapping it up. I'm like, all right, man, go ahead. No, no, no. no. I'm good if you're good. I'm Keep an eye good. out for uh, the return of Wings on Wings at some point Let's go. in the coming weeks. Uh, I need chicken wings. Might be wings. A, a little bit as a way, but the, the talks are happening. Uh, the so gears are turning. The gears are if turning you, for Wings on Wings. Uh, so, yeah. I, that, I'm, I'm good if you're good, pal. I'm all good to go. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, very happy to be recording with my bruh again in person. Uh, thanks. You'll probably catch me talking about Hasbro's a lot on Twitter probably. this weekend for a four-hour fucking video. Um, but yeah, thanks again, Pro Wrestling. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named soon network, be the Lamborghini. Of Podcast Networks. Are you recording this? Don't be recording this. That, that's that that shit was passed. Yeah, like, come on now. Three minutes ago. Come on. You didn't notice him <laughs> casually turn the microphone toward me. Yeah. No, he just has it set up that way for fuck's sake. That's all, Michelle. Uh, I didn't. I look at the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh well, there's there's that. I, I just thought well, he... congratulations. You just like, why is it pointing at me now? Show, so I, I don't want to be at the that. end of your show. That's too late. I don't want to be at the any part of your show.